Are you ready? All right. All right. Hey, everyone. We're back for another chit chat between two and a half chicks. It's me, Tess, with Monica and Brian, our half chick. Brian can hang with us gals and all of our girly stuff that we talk about and bring the guy in perspective. So it's been a week, you guys. I miss you guys. How's everyone doing? Monica, ladies first. I am doing just great. Getting ready to go visit Reno next Monday. And Brian and I are going to hang out next weekend. So we're pretty excited about that. Yep. Taking some time off. And then we're going to take a nice drive to Napa Valley. Drink some good wine. You know, put the top down. Hopefully the weather will be nice. We're going to act like a bunch of fools. Right, Monica? Come back with some good fodder for the show. That sounds like a lot of fun. Brian? Yeah, my week was uh, pretty status quo. Went to the casino last night with a friend from Jersey who was visiting as well, who uh, blew 200 bucks at the casino. Uh, went to a really great restaurant called Taiwan 101. It was very authentic. I had been to Taiwan in the past, and it felt like I was right back there again. Um, yeah, everything's been going well. Been seeing the same person for the last week. Trying to even out my dating life. So let's see how that goes. I don't have anything near as exciting to report, unfortunately. Just working. I haven't even tried any restaurants or gone anywhere. In fact, the inside of my house is starting to look a little dull. So this is going to be the highlight of my week. Got to get out this. <laughs> well, I'm leaving Monday to go to Pennsylvania. So that'll that's something to look forward to. Good. Another college tour. Another college tour. Yep. Two down, one to go. All right. So... What comes to your mind when you hear the words, does size matter? <laughs> That's where our minds immediately go. So I guess more specifically, the question is, does penis size matter? I'd say no, not at all. I don't think there's a simple answer. Do you, Monica? I, I completely agree. I do not think it's like a yes and no answer. Well, I did some research. One of the people I spoke to said, as long as it's not super small, it doesn't matter. It's the emotional content involved. It's the, the way that they move. It's, it's the mood you're in. They said, you know, obviously a little bit of girth, a little bit of length, you know, is, is the perfect mix. But in their opinion, it, as long as it wasn't you know, the size of a little peanut, maybe, that was good enough for them. I think that's a really good response that you received. I don't think a lot of women, it's not like we we're saying, it's not a yes and no answer. I think a lot of women... Um, don't have a definitive feeling about, oh, it has to be this size or it has to be this length. I think that it has a lot to do with how it's used, the connection between the two people. And it doesn't matter if a guy's a grower or a shower. I do know there are women out there who really care. Like they definitely care. Um, I, I think it has to do with how much the women can take into her vagina. Or anywhere else. I was just going to say that, Brian. Exactly. In any, in, in any of her orifices, right? Because she's technically got three that she could use. <laughs> Depends on the activity, yeah. Okay. Do you want to name those three? <laughs> There's some people out there who might not know what you're talking about, Monica. <laughs> sure. Your mouth, your vagina, and your anus. Okay. We cleared that up. Yeah. <laughs> From my understanding, just talking to different people throughout my life, there are women who really like... A big dick, like the bigger, the better. And, but I have found that those women tend to have just a deeper orifice. Okay. Wow. All right. Did they go in there with a measuring tape? How do you figure that one out? And I can definitely say that there are women 
who do not like long penises because it hurts them. And and I just want to say, we're talking about women here because I only know the perspective of a female. I don't know, you know, the perspective of a male. Size doesn't really matter to the guy, you know. I'm, I, it sounds weird, but in the grand scheme of things, for the most you, part. You mean the penis size? No, I'm talking about vaginal size, right? I mean, for the most part, I don't think I've ever been with a woman with an extremely large vagina. Okay. When you say that, you mean stretched out, not deep. You're talking about stretched out. Either or, right? Stretched out. I mean, for the most part, I get. I I don't know if I've been blessed penally. (laughs) I don't don't know if that's even a word. but Or if they were just blessed with a very snug vagina. But I've never had the proverbial hot dog down the hallway experience. So size for me doesn't really matter. You know, I'm more about the motion and the emotion, you know, so... Um, size doesn't matter to me. Have you ever been with a woman who told you it hurt? Yes, I have. But I don't know if it's because I was slapping her in the face, pulling her hair, or if it was my penis. <laughs> it depends on the angle, too. Like, for me, I've had... It does not feel good when your cervix gets hit with a, hit with a dick. It does not feel good at all. I will say that I, I actually was brave enough to ask the woman that I'm with now <laughs> how I... It was an embarrassing question. And I told her to be completely honest with me, which I know she didn't. But she said I was I was perfectly average. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. I thought that's a great answer. I, I don't mind when it comes to, as long as someone doesn't say you're so small, it's ridiculous. Perfectly average to me is wonderful. And I got a secret weapon too. This is great because I'm a very, very skinny person. So when I pull my pants off and I'm erect, I look like I'm really big <laughs> because the rest of me is so small. So psychologically, I'm already winning the battle. I think that for me, I don't want it to be bigger than I can enjoy all of it. Like, I don't want to be able to be with somebody where I can't go down far enough if I'm going down or that I can't take them in in many different positions. My own personal preference on size. I don't want it to be so big. As far as how small is acceptable... I can't really say. I, I can't say that I've had experiences where it was too small for me. So it's kind of hard to I say. I have a question. This is this is a guy question, obviously. I understand a finger moves a lot better than a penis, right? So I figured if you could take like a three-inch finger and insert it and maybe just, you know, rub up on the G-spot a little bit, that's got to feel pretty good, right? Now, is that because of the insertion or is that because of the motion and the rubbing of the area? That's interesting because fingers feel really, really, really good. They definitely don't have the girth of a penis or the length. Mm-hmm. But I also think fingers, because you can bend them, you can you can hit the spot better than a penis. That's fair. Because you can't, you know, bend the penis you know, unless unless you have a crooked one. No, one of my favorite moves is when I'm on top and I grab underneath the butt and just tilt their pelvis up so that my penis can kind of rub the g-spot a little bit i get a lot of applause for that one afterwards yeah so in that in that sense it's acting it's acting as a finger almost going through my memories um i've had experience with someone who was very big and very thick and it was painful all the time i did not enjoy it at all and then i've had somebody who was you didn't you have a baby does that matter? 
I did not push out a baby. No. Oh. I had a C-section. I don't think it matters. I think the woman dilates for that and then goes back to where she was. Well, are you talking about a woman being looser after? I know I've been with women who've talked about other guys that they were with. And some would say, oh, my God, I was with this guy. He was so big. And I mean, they were able to take it in. But maybe, like you said, Monica, it just doesn't feel good. And ever since then, I shy away from those kind of men. How do you know? If I go out with a guy and all of a sudden he takes off his pants and like it's really big, I'm just walking away. But I have been with somebody who was not too long. He wasn't like, you know, gherkin or anything like that or a peanut. And there were certain positions we couldn't do because he could not reach, you know, or or give any pleasure in a certain, or he couldn't receive it either in a certain position. So we were limited to positions. In a certain position, he'd slip out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he wouldn't enjoy it because that was he wasn't getting the, what was the word he used? The sh- the coverage of the shaft. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that line before, but okay. Shaft coverage. I know. It's a new technical <laughs> term. Don't you well, know? Well, <laughs> let me ask you this question. Do you girls go out for drinks and talk about this stuff? Like guys do? Because I'll tell you, we talk about everything. There's nothing sacred in when guys go out to drink. I'm just saying it right now. If you girls think that your guys aren't going out and talking about what you guys do. Now, don't get me wrong. There's select, you know, people that will only share so much, but it's being shared. I never have. It depends on the crowd I'm with. Like there's some people I would never, they would, the, these girls would never want to discuss it. And then there's other girls where I, they would totally discuss it. It's not consistent though for me. It takes one woman to be willing to discuss it. And then she will, you know, if she's with those females, then the females will discuss it. But if you have a group of females who none of them wish to, wish to discuss it, then it won't okay. happen. Because I think that's the only thing guys talk about. You know, if there's what the sports conversation runs out, we're like, hey, want to know what I did last week? You're not even talking about it, penis size. You're talking about just sex in general. Exactly. Yeah. And what yeah, you did with the girl. We won't, you know, we'll, our size matters is you see the size of her boobs. You know, nobody ever says. She got the tightest for JJ or bad. She was so wide. No, Nobody ever talks about men are visual so. You talk about how how good she was or how bad she was. I, I don't do that because I think it takes both of you. I just had this conversation with somebody at work the other day. We went out to lunch and it was just one of those things about we said it takes two people to actually make the sex good. If one person's enjoying the sex and the other one's not, it's That's not true. good. I don't think it could be good. So growing up when, you know, you were, too cool for school and you were, you know, 17, 16, 17 years old and you're having sex and we would be like, oh man, she's horrible, you know? And now it's like, now, you know, it's like, oh man, if you both aren't on the same page, that's why I tell people, don't want to have sex with the person if you don't have that connection with them where, you know, if you, I don't understand how the one night stand, you got to build up to the one night stand. A while ago, I had a one night stand and there was a lot of sparks that took place throughout the day before that one night stand happened. And it was a wonderful experience. I can understand that not every connection is quick and easy, but there are some that are. My husband and I went to a gathering with open-minded people and we met a couple one night. We ended up six of us in the jacuzzi and I hooked up with the guy in the jacuzzi that night. And I got to tell you like right off the bat, I was having a really good time. And I like literally just met him at the party. I need you to, to elaborate. You to elaborate on something. Oh sure. So you said you and your husband were at a place yes. in a jacuzzi with six people. We were. Am I wrong? Did I did I did I hear wrong? No, you didn't hear wrong. You heard right. Okay. Do you do you want to explain this a little bit? 
Now, did your husband do anything with someone else? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. Did we, he enjoy himself at least? He did. Now, were you out in the open? There was a, um, a gazebo with like curtains around the gazebo covering the jacuzzi. And it was nighttime. Okay. We, before we go any further, stop, stop. how did this even happen? Where did oh, this even Brian, come from? We don't have enough time in one podcast to talk about it. It was a. Well, uh, why don't we just try and start? Um, you don't have to go back. You know, to the dinosaurs. Just tell me about that night. How did that even come up? Was it like, did you go to your husband and say, "Hey, we go out and we're in a jacuzzi, and there's some people in there"? No, it was purposeful. It was a purposeful party for that. Oh, it was a purposeful party for that that we decided as a couple to take part in. It was. It was a saucy mink. Bunch of couples deciding to get together with other couples, like-minded people, uh, wanted to get together. Okay. Do you think that because your husband was there, you felt more comfortable letting loose? That's an interesting question. Um, I can't say because he, I I can't really say if I met this guy under different circumstances. Now, let me ask you the important question for today. Did the guy's penis size matter? (laughs) It, It didn't make or break the situation. In fact, honestly, I spent the most time making out with him. And that was actually the most fun part. Monica, when was the last time you had that experience? I've never had that experience. No, not you didn't have the you didn't have the the the, the girl dorm college experience. I no. My ex boyfriend said that I am the most vanilla person he has ever dated. I don't know if he meant that as an insult because he did not have a vanilla past. That's for sure. He told me a lot of stories. There's nothing wrong with being vanilla or non vanilla. But I can tell you that group sex is some of the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. I didn't have that experience later. I, I did it all earlier. I was in a heavy metal band, and we used to play out of this guy's house. We were a bunch of 18, 19-year-old guys, and these people would come over after shows. We'd go downstairs and play after the show. We had a lot of experiences as the band members, and we did a lot of stuff. And we called it the Den of Sin. That's how bad it was. Or you could really just call it the den of pleasure. Yeah. Well, it was sinful, Monica. Let me tell you, there was things that went on there. I was like, holy moly. And I'm as an adult now, I still think back and go, I can't believe I did that. It's really not a sin. We were told it was a sin, but you're just having fun. I was raised Catholic, so it, it, it was a sin at the time. Now I'm not Catholic. I mean, I'm a spiritual person. Well, if if sexual pleasure equals sin, then yeah, I'm going to hell. You're going to hell in a grease. Fireman's pole. I have a t-shirt that says, I feel a sin coming on tonight. Yeah. We, I'd miss all my friends if I didn't go to hell. <laughs> Monica, I'd miss you the most. Because <laughs> I I got a feeling you're, you're one of the only ones that ain't going. I'm an atheist. I'm definitely not going to heaven. So. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> I'll probably be there with oh, you. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot we had that conversation when I said to you, you know, as an atheist and not believing in God, when you're having sex, <laughs> what are you moaning at? <laughs> Are you like, oh, I remembered. I remembered because I haven't had it in a while. I actually, I do not say that. I say their name. I make it a point to make sure I say their name. So that guy walked around thinking his name was God all week? No. It's dangerous to do that because if I'm like with one boyfriend and then I meet another one, I have to remember that I better say the new name, not the old name. Monica, (laughs) have you ever been with another guy that quick in your entire life that you couldn't remember the name from person to person? I would say just stay away from the name thing. It's so boring. I live on babe, hun, love. <laughs> that's that's that, the 
That's my uh, go-to if I can't remember, like at that moment, honey. Yeah, there you go. That's right. <laughs> Stick to the pet names. But no, I do not call Darwin. I am not thinking of Darwin at that moment. Okay, but think about it. Or science. A religious person <laughs> is probably not calling God's name in that moment either. Oh, I am. I say it a lot. Oh, Are yeah. you and really I, thinking about God? Oh, I think that that woman's body is so heavenly. I love women's bodies so much. They, they can only be made in heaven. They're so soft and sensual and beautiful. Oh, my God. So, yes, I think that God literally places you guys down in front of us. And, you know, I do have a very, very religious experience, Monica. I yell his name out all the time. And then I feel bad because I'm always yelling, oh, fuck, God. Fuck, this is, oh, God. Yeah. I'm very spiritual. That's awesome. So you're taking the Lord's name in vain. I am. <laughs> so I you're am. obviously sinning. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm definitely Or it's a form of prayer, sure. one or the other. <laughs> All right, wait a minute. So wait a minute, wait a minute. So let's get us, let us get back to this size matter thing. So you started bringing up women's bodies. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's talk about boob size. Does boob size matter? I think it's a preference thing, but what do you think? Absolutely. For me, I think it's a preference thing. Um... I've been with very large-breasted women. I've been with very small-breasted women. My preference, my end-all, be-all would be if they were like high A, low B with really big nipples. I love women's nipples. You know, I've been with women with really big you know, boobs and they have tiny little nipples. Uh, you know, my last girlfriend was a decent-sized, uh, a high C. Um, and very flat nipples. They wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't grow until she told me to yank on them, which hurt me. But boob size is, it's more about like the handful. Like they said back in the day on uh, the movie Weird Science, when he said anything more than a handful, you're risking a sprained thumb. <laughs> <laughs> so for me, a high A, low B with a really nice nipple and a really beautiful are- areola. Is that Yes. Okay. So that's my preference. I actually am a nipple guy myself. That's my erogenous zone for me. That's my one of my G spots. So that's an erogenous zone for a lot of men. I have to tell you, the woman that I'm with now, when she's doing her thing with me, and she does that, look out, God gets talked to a lot. Mm-hmm. What about fake versus real? Um, oh, that's a good question. You know what? It, this is how I feel. If they're doing it for themselves, then I don't care. Have you dated women with fake boobs? Oh yeah. I don't. I, I, like I said, I'm not a boob man, so I don't pay much. A, I don't want to say I don't pay much attention to them. I very much give them a lot of attention in the bedroom. But like when I go meet somebody, you know, Monica, you know me better than anybody, right? I look at faces. So mm-hmm. I don't really care about the boobs or the butt or this and that. I go from the face first. And then I like arms too. I like a nice thin set of arms. I, I like the, the, the simple thing. I like the, the outer stuff. I was just going to say that for women with boob jobs, I mean, some women are doing it for the attention, but some women are just doing it because they don't look like they used to anymore, whether they had kids or, you know, age and gravity or what have you. They're just- I can vouch for that. Yeah, so can I. And so some women are doing it because they just want to feel attractive. They want to feel confident about their bodies again. It helps them feel sexy. I was just going to add that I don't care about penis size, but the guy's chest and his arms are important to me. Like I like, I like his him to have a nice chest, and I do not mind hair on the chest. I don't like, um, I don't like guys who are like bodybuilding types. I actually like lean arms that just be muscular but lean. 
and chest the same way. You don't want the guy boobs bigger than yours, what you're saying. I don't like bodybuilding types. That's not my... I like them lean, but muscular. Okay, so size does matter for you in this sense. It's not penis size, but it's body size, right? How about you, Tess? Does size matter in a body? Um, I like different people for different reasons. I don't have one type. I'm attracted to all different types of people, so it's hard to say, does size specifically matter? No, because I can find, like, there might be somebody that I love their arms. There might be somebody else that I love their chest, and there might be somebody else that I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I love different things about different people, so it's really hard to say that size matters on one particular body part. I feel like the least shallow person on this call today. This is awesome. <laughs> I agree. I, well, I don't know because I, I don't. You could say that I'm maybe, but it's like it's. I notice things about people, but it's just different things on different people. Like I don't okay. necessarily like. Well, I guess because I try to stay one person at a time, I don't notice as much. But I, yeah, maybe we you go into these jacuzzis tests. Maybe I don't. Well, know. I also <laughs> like erotic photography. And I look at erotic photography all the time and I like will go, oh, I really like this about this person or and that's male and female. And I really like this about this person. It's like I don't really have one type. I appreciate beauty, male, female. I just appreciate beauty and what is not obvious beauty as well. So it's just hard for me. I mean, I mean, are there certain things I like? Yeah. I mean, there's certain things I like. Yeah. Most guys have really cute asses. Like they have really nice butts. Uh, See, I never look at a guy's butt. I like I don't care about a guy's butt. I that, that doesn't matter to me. Yeah, it, it's the, the things we like about guys' bodies are a lot of times covered up in clothes. You know, there was one time where I was I saw a guy go by on a motorcycle and he was like, he's got his helmet on and he's got all his riding gear on, except that he had his sleeves on his jacket pulled up. And I just remember seeing him on his motorcycle and his forearms just looked really hot. And I was like, wow. That is really hot. Like my husband, I love his forearms. I don't know why, but when I see him doing stuff, I look at his forearms and I like his forearms. It's not the obvious stuff all the time. Well, you could thank a dominant hand forearm from when you were a teenager. <laughs> Yet they don't look uneven. Why is that? Are you ambidextrous, you no, guys? No, there's definitely no opposite hand masturbation going on in this house. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. That's not going to happen. I know somebody who broke their wrist because they were masturbating too much. Wait, 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 stop. <laughs> How does one break? They the- slam it against the wall. No, I think they were they. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if necessarily break it, but they pulled it, and it caused like some type of like small fracture or or, or dislocation or something. What? They had to have a brace, and they uh, they had to use the other hand. <laughs> exactly. He was single. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, I missed an important point. He was older. Oh, so he had like osteoporosis? <laughs> More fragile. <laughs> but men don't get osteoporosis, but he oh, wasn't okay. young. I didn't know that. I learned something new today. <laughs> okay. But, okay, but you guys. So be careful, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> but haven't, don't, haven't any of you had that experience when you're in the throes of pleasure? Do you injure yourself and you deal with it later because in the moment you won't stop? Oh, absolutely. 100%. I've I, had it's, that. It, but it's mostly in the form of a pulled muscle. You know, that's what it is. It's not like no, a I had bone. Hip, I had hip right. pain afterwards once. Yeah, I, I could see that. Where you're having your legs open all the time. I get that. Yeah. It was when I was older, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For, as a female, like sometimes you're trying to get there and your your wrist is aching and you just don't stop. You don't care. Because you're just like, I'm getting it. I'm finishing. 
<laughs> on yourself? You mean? Yeah. But also, oh, okay, even, gotcha. yeah, even even with even on yourself. Wait, what? sorry. It, it takes you that long to take care of yourself that you're tired? Sometimes. Guys don't have that problem. Sometimes, like if you're the older you get, the harder it is to reach that point. For me, it's a matter really? where my brain is. Like you, the close, the more your brain is on sex, the easier it is. Like if you're trying to come back from not being there, then it's harder. Wow, well, this is interesting. I'm learning so. It many helps things. if you have somebody who you really like that you can think about. Yeah, yeah. That, I just like the porn. If you have a crush, if you don't have a crush, it's harder. Monica, just watch porn. I don't like porn. It doesn't do anything for me. Really. Okay. It's like I said, the, it has to, like, looking at something visually for women isn't enough. You have to be turned on mentally. It's mental first, then physical. So do you guys, do women go home and light candles and get set the mood for this moment? Or are you just kind of like, all right, no. I'm going to sneak off to the bathroom right now. I'm just going to pop one out and I'm going to go do my thing. No. Mm, no. It's not about candles. We don't need to set the mood. For me, it's an ambient. So you put candles on, Brian? You no, put I candles for, on when you're going no. to do this to yourself? No, I said for me, it's an ambient. You know what I mean? It's like, I need to go to bed tonight. It's late. Whoop. Done. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. Sorry, I heard ambient. No, I mean, and like I said, no, but going back to that, I would never trust myself touching myself with my left hand. I'm right hand dominant. And it would just not be fair to me to touch myself with my left hand. <laughs> be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have that kind of time. I don't have that kind of dexterity. No, it's called a dominant hand for a reason. Wow. You know. <laughs> See, that's, I, I don't know, Tess, would you agree with me that that's something women could do? They could use both hands. Yes, absolutely. A hundred percent. It doesn't matter. Well, well, we could use both hands too, but it's just, you know, the, the, the non-dominant hands usually could cradle the balls or something. It's not about... You know, we don't trust that hand enough to do an up and it's like the thing where you used to pat your top itself on the top of the head and rub your circle on your belly. You know, the dumb hand always did the belly, right? Because they just stick to the body, stick to the body. The, the dominant hand had to leave the body and come back, right? So we want to make sure that we give them the dumb job. Grab the balls. Don't squeeze too hard. We will take your word for it, Brian, because... Tess and I do not have that experience. So I think Tess, you brought up that you listened to a podcast one. You could give a shout out to that yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know who it was, but you had mentioned that they have this thing about op- opposite hand masturbation. Yeah. So I'm going to shout out to Sex with Emily, the podcast Sex with Emily. That's actually was the start to my husband and I opening up and ev- evolving in our sexual lives. And uh, we got exposed to a lot of stuff. But in the early days of watch, of listening to it, Emily and her producer Menace used to have a thing they called the great handjob debate because he basically believed that women should stay away from the handjob and do blowjobs and sex, that women should just stay away from it and that men have that part covered. And Emily used to say, absolutely not. She's like, women can definitely give good handjobs. And it became a big debate between them and it got dubbed the big handjob debate. Totally I'm, on I'm Emily's side. Totally on Emily's side too. Yep. 100%. Yep. Because a- a- any man that has ever gone to a dirty massage parlor <laughs> will tell you that they're not even that good. Even their own dominant hand is not as good. Are you talking I about mean, a one-hand job there or a two-hand job? I'm just saying. I used to frequent those places when I was younger. And let me tell you something, boy, they 
you you can't last. You can't last. It's impossible. I feel bad for any guy that feels like they can't. That woman can't do that. Then again, maybe some yeah. women aren't. Maybe some women aren't good at it. I mean, you, you have to enjoy it to be good at it. So. So going back to the the um the thing about the size matter. What about bank accounts? Would you ever date a guy because of his bank account? Well, no, for me. If if he has no bank account, um, no. If he doesn't have a job, the answer is no. Because I'm still a working age and I'm going to be working for a while. And I'm not going to be supporting anybody. Except my kids, obviously. In terms of the size of his bank account, the more, the better. But I'm not, I don't have, I don't have it in my head like a limit or a, a minimum limit that he has to have in his bank account. Do they look more attractive with more money? Do it, is that a real thing? Do, do guys look more attractive? That with is more a real money? thing. Think about all those old men who have a lot of money and they're dating young girls. You think those women, those young women would be dating them if they had no bank account or their bank account was really small? But I don't think we're talking about this. I don't think those are women. I think those are girls. I think I told you guys, I, I went out with this on, on a date with this woman and she said to me, these girls behind you are looking at you. She said, you know, you come into this town and you come in with a nice car and you, your dress shoes and you're wearing a watch, you know? And I guess because people have cell phones now and everything, but she said, I said, why does this all matter? I'm here on a date with you and you're focused on these kids behind us. And she said, well, you know, they're looking at you like a sugar daddy. I said, yeah, but I'm interested in you looking at me. I don't even see them. I don't even care what's going on. But she said, in this town, it's a college town. And they're going to see you dressed up and everything. And you're you know, decent looking guy. And they're going to take try to take advantage of you. And I was insulted by that. That I didn't know any better to be not lured into that. I can be lured into sex, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not lured into paying for your tuition. So I know I went off a little tilt there, but yeah, it has a lot to do with the person, the woman's status in her life and what she wants to, does she want to work? Does she want to be self-sufficient or does she not want to, if she doesn't want to, she's going to look to the man for that. Yeah. I just brought this up because I want to know if there was hope for me when I was 70. Just make sure you have a really big bank account. I'm working it. <laughs> when I'm you say hope for you, you mean to date like a younger girl? Yeah. When I'm 70, I wouldn't mind dropping down a couple of decades, but right now I don't want to do that. You wouldn't want to be 70 and have a, like a 50-year-old guy? For fun, absolutely. But for a life partner, maybe not. So in a nutshell, I guess we all kind of agree it, it doesn't really matter, but it can in some cases. I think that's fair. I think so. I love and wish you guys 